This is BT Techno, a regular podcast series for financial advisors wanting to remain at the forefront of strategy, regulatory and industry news. With less than five months to the end of the financial year, is it still too early to start planning around end of financial year issues and opportunities? And the simple answer to this question would of course be no, as it's never too early to start planning. And in fact, when it comes to financial planning, arguably, there should never be a focus on end-of-year financial planning, as opportunities should be scoped, planned for, and potentially addressed throughout the course of the year. Hello, I'm Brian Ashenden, and I have the pleasure of leading the BT Technical Services Team, a group of qualified individuals who are able to answer any technical advice strategy queries you may have for your clients. Now, given the recent announcement of the latest inflation figures, We now know that, subject to any legislative amendment, the transfer balance cap and total super balance thresholds will increase with a double indexation impact from the 1st of July 2023. And in this week's podcast, I'll talk to some of the issues and opportunities this presents in the lead up to the new financial year. Now, of course, when it comes to superannuation, there is a natural inclination amongst many, both clients and advisors, to leave some aspects of superannuation planning until year-end. With money contributed to super being preserved until a condition of release is satisfied at some point in the future, many clients may wish to delay making contributions until almost the last possible moment. However, there are some very important reasons why planning shouldn't be left until close to 30 June. No doubt you've heard the stories of contributions being made close to 30 June, but the super fund not receiving the contribution until 1 July or later. And therefore, the contribution ends up being counted as part of the next year's superannuation caps. Or the stories where a notice of intent to claim a deduction fails to meet the legislative requirements because a client has become too diligent and lodges a personal income tax return early, perhaps in the belief of being entitled to a refund, before the notice requirements for the deductibility of the contribution have been completed. But is 2023 any different? Well, perhaps it is, as there are some arguments in favour of delaying superannuation contributions and other related actions, because of the double indexation of certain superannuation thresholds that will occur from the 1st of July 2023. The first of these is indexation of the transfer balance cap. Now, indexation of the transfer balance cap is determined by reference to movements in the Consumer Price Index, or CPI, but only increases in increments of $100,000. This means that if the movements in CPI don't get the overall increase to more than 100000 then no indexation occurs. Now, when originally introduced with effect from the 1st of July 2017, the general transfer balance cap was initially set at a level of $1.6 million. And it took four years for indexation to take effect, with the general transfer balance cap indexing by 100000 to $1.7 million from the 1st of July 2021. However, less than two years later, with the release of the December 2022 quarter CPI or inflation figures, we will see the next indexation of the general transfer balance cap occur from the 1st of July 2023, but this time a double indexation increase of 200000 lifting it to a new cap of $1.9 million. So, what would a double indexation of the transfer balance cap mean? Well, an increase in the transfer balance cap means it is possible for more superannuation savings to be converted into superannuation income streams. However, the benefit of the $200,000 indexation depends on each individual's personal transfer balance cap. Now, 
a person or a client only has their transfer balance cap triggered when they first have a retirement phase pension commenced, or where it would have been triggered if they had a pension as at the 1st of July 2017. Now, when you have already triggered a transfer balance cap assessment and there is a subsequent indexation of the cap, you only gain a proportional benefit of the indexation, which is equivalent to the amount of your highest ever transfer balance cap account to determine what was unused as at the 30th of June. Now, of course, the calculations to actually work out the impact are quite complex. But the good news is that the ATO will calculate a person's individual transfer balance cap and publish it on their MyGov account. However, there are a few important rules to bear in mind when trying to anticipate what a client's personal transfer balance cap might look like. First, an indexation is based on the highest balance a person ever had in their transfer balance account. If a pension was started and subsequently commuted in full, an amount would have been assessed. If the transfer balance account for a person reaches their transfer balance cap limit, then they will no longer benefit from any indexation of the general transfer balance cap. If a person has not yet had an amount assessed to their transfer balance account, they would benefit from full indexation. An indexation of the transfer balance cap is only relevant if a person has sufficient funds in the system, which would actually result in them exceeding their personal transfer balance cap. Now, given the benefits of indexation will be maximised when the balance in a transfer balance account is kept low, If you have clients who are considering commencing a retirement income stream before the 30th of June 2023, it is worth pausing to reflect if this is the best outcome for them. For example, would they be better off delaying the commencement of the income stream until after the 1st of July 2023 to gain the maximum indexation benefits? If the client has sufficient superannuation savings, this may allow them to place more into a tax-effective income stream. Of course, the potential for this to be the case may have increased during this financial year with the removal of the work test until age 75, allowing more Australians to contribute more to their super funds. Now, if the client needs some of their super to live on before the 30th of June, they could consider withdrawing lump sum amounts as these do not impact their transfer balance account. Naturally, there is a need to balance the need to access income via lump sums versus the tax effectiveness of starting a retirement income stream. And the answer may differ from one client to the next. But with pending indexation, it is a consideration that must be had. And one further reason for potentially delaying the commencement of the income stream for a client that is not even close to reaching their transfer balance cap is the potential future impact of a death benefit pension. And when a client passes and their super is paid to their spouse in the form of a death benefit pension, it will be assessed to the surviving spouse's transfer balance account with the timing of that assessment depending on whether it is a reversionary pension or not. The combination of a client's own retirement savings plus the potential size of the future death benefit pension, which might also include insurance proceeds, could cause a client to breach their personal transfer balance cap limit. And as a result, strategies to maximise their potential for indexation should be considered. Now, the second threshold that will be indexed is the total superannuation balance threshold. Related to the transfer balance cap, the total superannuation balance threshold is used to determine the level of non-concessional contributions that can be made to a client into super in a particular income year. Total super balance threshold is an amount equal to the general transfer balance cap, 
As a result, it's currently $1.7 million, but will increase with the indexation to $1.9 million on the 1st of July 2023. As the amount of non-concessional contributions that a client can make is determined by comparing their total super balance at the previous 30 June to the threshold amount for the year of contribution, managing contributions in the current year may open up opportunities next year. For example, if a client were considering utilising the bring forward rules this year, the increase in the threshold from 1 July 2023 could mean the client would be better off only making an annual contribution this financial year and triggering the bring forward next financial year. It'll also be important to re-engage with those clients who thought their days of contributing to super were over. Now, even though a client may have been prevented in one year from making any non-concessional contributions, because their personal total super balance exceeded the total super balance threshold, when that threshold increases, they could become re-eligible to contribute if their total super balance, as at the 30th of June 2023, will be below the new index threshold of $1.9 million that takes effect on the 1st of July 2023. Again, when coupled with the removal of the work test for those aged up to 75 for non-concessional contributions, there may be many, many clients able to avail themselves of that opportunity. Now, despite the high levels of CPI and the resultant increases in the transfer balance cap and total super balance that will take effect from the 1st of July 2023, we don't expect to see at this point an increase in the contribution caps at the same time, as they're actually measured by changes in the Australian Bureau of Statistics Average Weekly Ordinary Times Earnings, or AWADI. Now, wage growth has not kept pace with inflation in recent years, and so it's expected there will be a divergence in the indexation timeframes for different superannuation thresholds going forward. And a final word of caution. Whilst we know that the transfer balance cap and total super balance will index by 200000 at 1 July 2023 based on current legislation, it is always possible that the government could intervene via legislative amendment to limit the indexation to the standard $100,000 increment. Now, whilst there's been no indication of this happening at this point in time, it is a change that could be announced, perhaps as part of the May 2023 federal budget. Now, remember, if you have any technical questions, you can contact the BT Technical Services team on 1800 655 901 or by email to technical at btfinancialgroup.com. And you can join us for our fortnightly BT Academy webinars where we discuss all things technical and regulatory in the advice space. Our next fortnightly session is scheduled for Wednesday, the 15th of February at midday when Michael Tran from our BT Technical Services team will be presenting on this topic of superannuation threshold indexation. To register for that session, head to www.bt.com forward slash professional and follow the links to the BT Academy webinar series. There, you can also view our previous webinars on demand, and all sessions are accredited for CPD purposes. Until next time, bye for now. BT Tech knows, and now you know. Join us next time to keep ahead of the curve for strategy, regulatory, and industry news. This podcast is being developed for financial advisor use only and provides general information only. It does not take into account any particular individual's objectives, financial situations, or needs.